0: Welcome to day 319 of Shaped by the Word. Paul Kemp once again here with the Kreskis. That would be Matt and Katie mm-hmm. and with Cindy uh, as we read through the Gospel of John. We come to chapter 9, and it was a very important healing of a man who is born blind, which is a pivotal moment mm-hmm. Uh, this is the moment that the you know, sides are deeply set against one another, and this will be an incident that they look back to you know, several times you know, through, the, you know, through the Gospel of John as, as well. So Jesus is uh, healing and restoring on the Sabbath, and there are a couple things he does. We'll point them out as we read a little bit later that even intensify uh, his breach of their Sabbath etiquette in order to demonstrate God's Sabbath etiquette which is the Sabbath is a day of healing, restoration, and renewal. And we see that in in the Gospel of John. So before we read, Katie, could you uh, offer this moment and uh, ourselves to the Lord Mm -hmm. in prayer?
1: Father, thank you for um, who you are. Thank you for this passage that we get to read together. And um, thank you that we were once blind, and now we see because of, of you, because you have you have healed us of our brokenness and sin um, through the blood of Jesus so would would you um, just be with us Holy Spirit as we read together and would we be open to what you have to teach us and um, would we be obedient as you call us not just to hear the word but um, to also walk in faith and obedience and to be salt and light Um, in this world around us so be with us as we read father it's in christ's name we pray amen Amen.
0: john chapter nine as he went along he saw a blind man from birth his disciples asked him rabbi who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind neither this man nor his parents sinned said jesus but this happened so that the works of god might be displayed in him as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming, but no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. The word means sent. So the man went and washed, and he came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't the same man who used to sit and beg? some claimed that he was others said he only looks like him but he himself insisted i am the man how then were your eyes open they asked he replied the man they called jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes he told me to go to salome and wash so i went and washed and then i could see where is this man they asked him i don't know he said they brought uh, to the pharisees the man who had been blind now the day on which jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a sabbath They still did not believe that he had been blind and received a sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son, they asked? Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that he now sees? We know is our son, the parents said, and we know that he was born blind, but how he can now see or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had already decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That is why his parents said he is of age. Ask him. Second time, they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth. They said, We know this man is a sinner. He replied, Whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I've told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they hurled insults at him and said, You are this fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. Then the man answered, now that's remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does His will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing to this I replied you were steeped at sin at birth how dare you lecture us and they threw him out jesus heard that they had thrown him out when he found him he said do you believe in the son of man who is he sir the man asked tell me so that i may believe in him jesus said you have now seen him in fact he is the one speaking with you then the man said lord i believe and he worshiped him Jesus said, for judgment I have come to this world so that the blind will see and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, what, are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin, but now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. So good it is It is. uh, no you really again we've we've said that a a couple of times but you catch the rich sense of Jesus you know in carrying out the wisdom tradition of scripture and uh, being everything you know that a rabbi was you know called to be and his words you know are are words you know that point to much deeper you know realities and of course the reality here is between physical blindness and spiritual blindness Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's it's very poignant all the mm-hmm. way through and the interchange with you know the Pharisees does become you know more more and more intense and of course you have the irony of you know this guy is obviously not from God he broke the Sabbath mm-hmm. and Jesus goes out of his way we say we, said we would talk about this he, he goes out of his way to make this an even greater infraction of the Sabbath you know than it had to be uh, this is an unusual healing you know not uh, not often does Jesus, you know, use mud and use, you know, spittle and get, tell someone, you know, to go somewhere mm-hmm. and to do something. So all of these were further violations of the Sabbath. Not only was he, uh, you know, healing on the Sabbath, and, and since it wasn't an emergency and since the guy wasn't about to die, then that was out. But he is also picking up mud and playing with it and kneading it. So he's violating the Sabbath by working the mud and working mm-hmm. the saliva. And not only does he do that. He, he tells the guy go and bathe so there's another you know violation of the sabbath so jesus is going out of his way uh you know to violate this particular sabbath in in more ways than one and he is calling attention to who god the father is and what god the father is about and uh, what the sabbath or what god's renewal and god's rest you know looks like
2: i always wonder what the disciples are thinking you know, if they, like this Sabbath begins to approach, and they're like, "Oh no,
1: what's he gonna do? This <laughs> to do? He's gonna do something
2: again." You know, because yeah. every time, so we see Jesus doing something on the Sabbath. Yeah,
0: I'm sure they didn't postpone it. You know, to uh, you know, to the Sabbath. It's just, oh no it's a new day. Yeah. What, gonna, gonna, what is he? What is? What is he gonna do today?
1: So right. You can tell this is. Um, something that they that they wrestled with and that maybe was just something that they believed in that day was that when Mm -hmm. you were born blind or deaf or with some sort of ailment maybe that was a symbol or Mm -hmm. a sign that somebody has sinned so the 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 fact that the disciples are asking about it lets Mm -hmm. us know kind of that that's maybe a belief that they had in their culture Uh,
0: you know it was their you know their sense of you know if, if uh, of living under God's blessing or living under, you know, God's curse, and there, there was no separation from the fact that all of us are, you know, under the, under the curse, uh, and uh, the curse, you know, of fallenness, and so many of the things that we experience in this world, uh, we experience just as part of being broken people living in a broken world. Mm-hmm. There certainly are times, you know, when our circumstances are a consequence of our sin, so... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Paul would you know uh, Paul would say, "Don't be you know deceived. Whatever we sow, we also reap. If we sow to please ourselves, or please the flesh from the flesh, we'll reap destruction." So, <coughs> not a very good time to uh, you know, turn away and cough. <laughs> but but you know, sometimes our, our circumstances are a consequence of sin. Sometimes they were just a consequence of being broken people mm-hmm. in, in a broken world. Uh, the beauty of this is how he describes. You know why this happened so that God's works yes. might be displayed in them mm-hmm. and so even in the middle of our brokenness in the middle of our sin it is an opportunity for God's grace and for God's work you know, to be manifest in us. And I don't know why I use the word manifest. It's just a nice King James (laughs) kind of thing.
2: You know, and I thought
1: about what you just said. So that in some ways is an answer, not necessarily an answer, but could be an answer, you know, as we're working through difficult things. But then I also realized, too, that his work is displayed in all of us as we have received, you know, um, salvation. So even that work in our heart um, it goes without saying is displayed in all of us who have believed not just circumstantial you
0: No, know, you know, God's work you know God and, and it doesn't necessarily mean you know that his work is going to be healing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you know uh, we, we, we have you know suffering Paul certainly had a thorn in his flesh he prayed on three occasions would be removed and of course he had so powerfully prayed for the healing of others and been the instrument of healing in others and yet you know, his you know, particular prayer went unanswered in the form of physical healing but God said my grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in, in weakness so there's no doubt in our sin even when you know we deliberately sin and, and we receive grace God's work is manifest in us and uh, the brokenness that he rescues us from we Receive God's work in that, and the brokenness He sustains us in. We receive God's work in them. Mm-hmm. You are right. You know, our our entire lives are a display of God's grace and God's work. Whether we right. suffer, whether we're relieved from suffering, whether we fall away, uh, all of those things are places where God's work. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, mi- I love where um, John places this healing. You know, we we've seen over the last chapter and a half just so much dispute and division over who Jesus is and His authority and you know, we see Jesus' teaching and his claims and, and kind of firing back at, you know, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. And here you find this healing where, you know, Jesus isn't just teaching and saying, hey, here's my, he, he displays his authority. And one of the mm-hmm. ways he does it is through, you know, a, a healing that, that would draw us back to prophecies in Isaiah where, you know, mm-hmm. the blind will receive sight. And, and obviously there's kind of a double meaning there where here we have the blind actually receiving sight Mm -hmm. but also those who are spiritually blind receiving sight you know and and you get just this here it is the pharisees are investigating this they still don't see it still so much division Mm -hmm. and the man who receives sight you know jesus asks him do you believe in the son of man and he says who is he sir he says tell me so that i may believe in him and jesus looks at him and says You've now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking to you. Yeah. you know, and, and just all of those. I mean, the the very ones who would have known these these prophecies, who would have been looking for the age of the Messiah to enter and to break in, and mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, the one who was blind now sees it, and you who thought you see are missing it. Right, mm-hmm. you completely know, and Your guilt remains.
0: Yeah. And what a what a crazy you know statement are you calling us blind? I said, "Oh no, not at all. I think you have your, wise, your eyes wide open, and that makes your guilt even, even stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you claim, you know, if you claim you have spiritual insight and you're still rejecting me, then your, your sin is even more serious than mm-hmm. you thought because it's it's willful, yeah. uh, you know, disobedience to the will and to the person, you know, to the person of God. Mm. And it's uh, you have to you know, like, you know, the response." You know of this guy. You know how is how is it? You don't know where this guy is from because obviously God is doing something. You know here. Uh, do you want to be His disciples? Uh, you know uh, as well. And then of course they respond. You were steeped at sin from your birth, and of course, so were they. Mm-hmm. Know, and, and 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 so were we. And it is for that purpose. You know that you know God has come into the world in the person of Christ mm-hmm. to reconcile, to restore. To open eyes, to give sight, Mm. to make all.
1: Verse 25, the simplicity of what he says. And they're trying to, they're really trying to guide Mm -hmm. this man who was just, um, who was blind, now he sees, guide him into saying that the man who healed him is a sinner. And he replies in verse 25, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind and now I see. I mean, Mm -hmm. how simple is that? Mm -hmm. That's all he knows about this man. And it speaks volumes. Um, about the power of Jesus Mm -hmm.
0: and we know that God doesn't listen to sinners (laughs) (laughs) he listens to the godly people who do his will so why is it that you have not you know healed me or why is it that you're not bringing healing and restoration Mm -hmm. you know as well so it is a all the way through it is a a rich passage
2: Mm mm-hmm
0: And I, you know, verse thirty-nine is uh, worth commenting on, for judgment I have come into this world, and so that the blind will see and those who see will become blind. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we will know, you know, Christ as either our Savior, healer, restorer, and Lord, or as our our, as our judge. Mm -hmm. And, And of course, that goes back to as we've mentioned before, you know, in the very beginning, in Him was life, and that life was the light of man, and the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness does not uh, overcome it. And those mm-hmm. who who do see experiences grace, and those who refuse to see do experience. You know, as as we've already talked about, they remain in the condemnation, and they will de- indeed die in their sin.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right.
0: Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace, and thank you for who Jesus is. We ask your forgiveness for the times we 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 are blind and we do not see. Uh, When we know better and we still turn our eyes away uh, from truth, we thank you for the grace that you give us, for the light you give us, and for the call that you have given us uh, to walk into the light and to uh, be purified from our sin and be restored to fellowship not only with you but with each other as well. You're a gracious and a holy God. We thank you for the beautiful words of Jesus as a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy and every image in the Old Testament inviting us into the richness of fellowship with you. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen.